0: is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile.
4: Inside
3: Conan, an important
4: Hollywood podcast. Hey, welcome to Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast.
3: I'm Mike Sweeney.
4: I'm Jesse Gaskell.
3: We're writers here at The Conan Show. And uh, right now we have a really, really great
4: guest. Oh, my God. I mean, a legend.
3: Yes. If you love Conan, you love this guest. It's Robert Smigel, uh, the man who helped create the yeah. show in 1993. He with created Conan. the
4: character of Conan. That's right. The <laughs> puppet.
3: Yep. He, <laughs> he breathed life into him.
4: He also created Triumph, the insult comic dog. That's
3: right. Who's had a Lots pretty good of other, run. Yeah. You know, we talk about Triumph a bit, but and we talk about. The way the show got off the ground in '93, there's there's a lot of drama. Oh, I learned
4: so much. There's a lot
3: of drama. I, I thought I had heard all the early drama, but no, there were there surprises yeah. A there's going to be a lot I've of heard. surprises. Yep.
4: And it, I mean, I was amazed that we even got him because he's so busy. He's still constantly running from thing yes. to thing, and he even during our show yeah. got a call from somewhere else. He was supposed to be. Uh, You'll like, hear Where that are happen. Are you? Yes. <laughs> so the, that's pretty awesome. Well,
3: that is a vintage. That's a classic. Classic. Robert Smigel moment. Yeah.
4: Um, so, without further ado, our interview with Robert Smigel.
3: Well, we are here in New York. Oh,
4: you we talk. sure are,
2: yeah.
3: I know this is just how we talk normally. <laughs> no, I get it. No, I'm just, oh. <laughs> yeah.
2: we can wait. It, it sounded yeah. like a podcast. It did, want,
3: didn't it? Well, we're here. Right. We
4: are. If you'd no, like to jingle your ice a little more, we could wait. We could do. A, yeah. We could do a PSA. That,
3: I think they made us do a PSA about when you're at a train stop and the lights flash and don't the gate cross comes the down. tracks don't cross the tracks because trains go really fast. Choo-choo's go fast. This was a PSA on this <laughs> That yeah. we had to do like four weeks in It was in a an row. ad. I
2: don't understand. It's a PSA that you're doing on a podcast? Yeah. There's no money involved then. They mm-hmm. paid right. for it, I
4: think. Or maybe oh, not. they paid.
3: It's, uh, I, I think knows. the
4: National Transportation oh. Agency paid for it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's where your federal money's going. Yes. Someone's <laughs> getting kicked <laughs> back Inside Conan exactly. commercial breaks. <laughs> but I, I was worried it reflected the people who are listening to this podcast need instructions yes. on, on train <laughs> I'm crossing, not crossing train tracks. <laughs> it's it's scary. I'm getting a life is what I need,
2: instructions. <laughs> <of>. <laughs> Why, so uh, we're saying
4: keep it simple.
2: Keep it simple. <laughs> right, 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 right. No big words. Yeah. No big words. But wait a minute. I thought the whole point of like doing commercials on a podcast right. is you get to play with it and be funny around yeah, right, the, uh, right. it's a product and we'll be funny and serious at the same time. Right. But what do you do when it's a, we were told, yeah, they
4: were, right, we, told we were told to be death.
3: To, that that was one we were, Yeah, we,
4: were de- we had That's to be fantastic. deadly serious. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to be very serious about it. Yeah. Trains can hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they, go, they go fast. <laughs> we should
4: introduce our guest.
3: Uh, we the, always forget the that only, part. We always do. They know. They know. <laughs> they, we
4: dive right the, have the
2: audience. A, they know. Everybody knows that voice. You do it's, have a
4: recognizable voice.
2: I do. I think so. Uh, to my wife. I mean, to people who know you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. When you're on the phone you, with Mike, me, I'm like, I, it's Robert. I, I got, I'm just uh, as uh, good uh, at identifying you. Uh, 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 I swear to God. This
4: is Robert Smigel.
2: Robert Smigel, hello. Legendary. Actually, Mike and I have the... On the phone when we talk to each other, it's like it's literally like uh, we're in bed together. Yes, yeah, because we both have that that the uh, bedroom
3: uh, voice on the phone where we just like, sound
2: like we're just barely. Well, away. I bounce back.
3: I, I a lot a lot of times we would talk early in the morning because. Of late night, no, it'd be like late night clutch writing. Oh right, mm. and right. we'd bang out a, a version. Clutch Cargo, he's referring to, uh, yes, which
2: is a cartoon from the fifties, which we adapted exactly. to the television show in nineteen
3: ninety three. Called Late Night with Conan. O'Brien. <laughs> that's actually. There's so much we could talk to you about, but to it me, really I think the first two years of Conan.
4: Yeah. W- when you
3: were there, right? You
4: were there for all of it.
3: I was there for every second of it. <laughs> yeah, I lived in the building, but to me, I was a newlywed. It's one of the most interesting <laughs> parts of the show, especially 25 years on. Sure, to see how it all started and yeah. to see the early the early creation process exactly. Yes. All right, you were, let's we take a look. The foaming, churning seas.
4: You were the first head writer of the show. But mm. did, you, I got a
3: producer title and, too oh, because yeah. I was a high roller back then. Exactly, <laughs> you know. did it all. That's,
4: did. That's when agents did things.
2: <laughs> yes, I left Saturday Night Live in 1993, and Lauren didn't want me to be the head writer. Right, you know that. I, oh, I, why? I've heard that, but, but well, Lauren, uh, I didn't take it personally. He he likes to hold on to people who, like, if Conan hadn't left The oh, Simpsons, right. I don't know if Conan ever would. If Conan hadn't left Saturday Night Live, yeah, to do The Simpsons, right. From the second he left, Lauren wanted to figure out a way to get him back.
4: Yeah, you uh,
2: know, right. And so Lauren hired him finally to do to produce a late night show, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like, and I'd talk on the phone to Conan, and I'd be so excited about the idea of doing it, and try to weasel my way in, and right? Pitch ideas, and he like interviewed people, like you know, he he was there for the picking the host process, and
5: mm-hmm.
2: you know, he, he Conan.
4: Being- Wait, or Lauren? Yeah. So Conan Conan and
2: Lauren would like go out to dinner with
3: Drew Carey and John Stewart and. That is so funny. I did not know Conan was part of that absolutely. early interviewing process. That's he like absolutely was part of the Making early your
4: dog part. watch as you dig its grave.
2: <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> no, was just like Dick Cheney with George
3: Bush. <laughs> right, Remember, right, I'm, right. I'm going to help you <laughs> right, right. right,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. He was okay. And he was noticing all the That's mistakes. That's a good he made uh, Christian break. Bale. Right. He's like, I'm uh, not gonna uh, do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Richard
2: Gephardt, he's not gonna live very
3: long. <laughs>
5: How do you know that? <laughs>
3: I Just know things. Keep watching the
5: movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish. McKay, I didn't get to that part. McKay far. says I didn't. Know. I
3: knew. <laughs> McKay's gonna. He'll explain it all. Yeah, to McKay <laughs> we We. Um, so yeah.
2: No. He would. And I. And I was like on the phone with him every. Yeah. No. These guys are funny. I. I know. I just kind of like he would. Privately tell me, I kind of feel like, you know, I could do this too. And, yeah. Uh, and I would laugh and did you think... Uh,
5: no,
4: uh, really? You, you! Did you think that was... I mean, did you think he was delusional?
2: I didn't think he was delusional because I knew that he was like the guy in the writer's room who could make everybody, everybody laugh. Laughed. Yeah, he was just the funniest guy in the room. And uh, I loved working with him. I wrote a lot of stuff with him when I was right. at SNL because we were both... Like, I would bond with different writers and for different reasons. Like, Dana Carvey, I loved writing, like, goofy impressions and character. Like, musical kind of language, like, you know. Does that make any sense yes. at all? Like, I like yeah. the music of character writing, like, you right. know, like, John McLaughlin sketches. And right. Like, wrong, no, we would just do impressions back and forth. Right,
3: because like you're... you're... A great impressionist, too. I, I mean, uh, I, take the compliment. I, an imprecisionist, I, would but, call, I used to call myself <laughs> when I did the clutch card. But mess. that's, I, I, you would amplify, yes. make the more cartoonish yes. in a great mm-hmm. way. Yes, which, no, and it was perfect as opposed to
2: Conan's sensibility with mine. With, right. That's the thing, that's what we loved. Conan and I would hang out at SNL and we had that cartoony sensibility that we shared and we would enjoy reducing other people to their, you know, to their... Most base, to the nub to the nub, mm-hmm. like Al Franken. I used to pretend he was a because he was like kind of intimidating, yeah. So, we just I used to say that he I used to imagine him as like a snapping turtle, and, <laughs> and when he didn't get a sketch on, he's just on his back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: yeah. It's funnier if you see the I know. We'll we'll know, have connection. a clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah your, you're you're videotaping <laughs> all of this. You have your front claws
2: up. Right. But mm. yeah, that's like that's the kind of fun we we used to just like doing the stupidest stuff together. Like we had a bit where so on Saturday Night Live on Saturdays, you would watch the monitor when you were getting ready to uh, have your sketch blocked. And on the monitor, so you'd see Davy Wilson, the director, talking to like a technician or some or a cameraman. And he's just gesturing in front of the set and um, you know, talking about how he was gonna shoot it, presumably. And Conan and I would just be watching the, the monitor and just like, and then we're gonna put a camera right here and it's gonna be projected and reproduced and people are gonna watch it in their television sets. A television set is an object that's gonna, you know. So we would just make ourselves laugh um, by being incredibly stupid. Uh, constantly so yeah so he uh, flash forward to Conan leaving the Simpsons coming to get hired by Lorne for this show and yeah he, he, I could tell that he didn't have a huge passion for the job that was the being presented part. to her. no yeah, that was literally and it was like and I, I think he agreed that these guys were funny, but right. there was just a part of him was like, I kind of feel like I could do it. And he didn't manipulate, he's not, that. he wasn't like Dick Cheney in that way. At all. Right, right. He quit the job. Right. He told Lauren, I just have to be honest with you. I, I feel like the closer I get to, to doing this, the more I kind of feel like it reminds me why I left The Simpsons. I want right. to be on camera. I want to perform. And he was sick you know? of all the dinners.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, no, he actually <laughs> said, "Can I still
2: come to dinner?" <laughs>
3: uh, For the free meal, because he was really skinny back. Then. Right. Right. And uh, uh, so, wow. So he actually said, "I'm not gonna." But yeah, away. he actually exited. He 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 stepped away from the job. And did he make a counter proposal then, or he just? Well, he said, you
2: know, I would love. I, it make, he he hinted that he would, you know, feel like he he could do the job, and, mm-hmm. but he didn't campaign in any way and he he was it was as honest as he could be about it
5: Mm -hmm.
2: he wasn't being manipulative and then lauren decided he thought about it and he realized that he was definitely worth giving an audition to and he knew that conan would work his ass off in Mm -hmm. terms of you -hmm. know making the show good Mm -hmm. and then conan called me and said uh lauren is gonna he's thinking about giving me a chance to do this and and i was i was really shocked Really? really? Yeah, yeah. And and a bit scared for him. <laughs> yeah. Because as funny as I thought he was, I knew that he'd never been on television.
4: The stakes were high, yeah. It, yeah.
2: And I'm not the I'm just, you know, famously uh not diplomatic sometimes. And I I didn't <laughs> sure. discourage him, but right. I said I just was I
4: was like, wow, oh, that's did your voice that get really high? No, I got bedroom. Bedroom. No,
2: no, no. I don't. You're do that. Okay. Yeah. I didn't do that until I started working for Conan. And then everybody's like,
3: "Oh yeah, no,
2: no, we'll stay till three because we have to listen to another hour of this riffing." It's uh, great I, riffing.
3: I started working there. I was like, "Everyone's lying here because they all they're all speaking in this high octave, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> high voice." But um, well, there's another high voice that writers get. There are certain writers who. Uh,
5: Oh, yeah, when that's they're great. starting,
2: well, no, but or when they're pitching something, John Vitti was one of my favorites at this. He would pitch an idea and the further he got into it without getting a laugh, the higher his voice got. Oh,
3: okay. oh, no. Would he it's speed like, up? Yeah. So uh, it's
2: a bit with, well, you know, where an alien is uh, coming to earth and instead of being like super intelligent, he's super stupid. And so you know, kind of, he says things that are, you know, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> not as smart oh, no. it's the opposite of. It's making me
4: sadder. So, did you guys
3: start deliberately stoning them just to hear the hot voice go up? No, no, that's, that's no. Fun, I was that's like, a fun game. It was, but I was in my second
2: year. I was right. as terrified as he was, except right. I was Jewish, so I didn't have the same uh, <laughs> passive-aggressive, uh, you know, chip in my brain. That I'm just like I, I, I was just a mess when I was at Saturday Night Live and when when I was young, I was just you were young. and you were pretty. Were you like 25 when oh, I wow were there? Yeah, I was. Like a Chicago, I was in Chicago comedy group, and uh, Franken and Davis found me in, in within this group. Uh, it was very lucky. It was the year Lorne Michaels came back. Okay, and uh, that is
3: lucky. It mm. was
2: incredibly lucky because it yeah. was an, a, the, the entire staff was turned over. Dick Ebersol, yeah. I, rem- I remember that left, and it was a brand new staff, and. And me and Bruce McCullough and Mark McKinney from The Kids in the Hall were actually hired at half price back then. The Writers uh, Guild allowed uh, that.
5: Uh, they were called I, I, apprentice yes.
2: writers. Right. And we, which like, I, I don't understand why that is not
3: still It lasted something. seven years. was like a diligent no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> learning to craft.
2: No, no. no, no it You're was, working but your... But they, uh, they should still allow that. They should allow, especially
3: uh, now, yeah. there's
2: so many people now who want to be in comedy mm-hmm. writing and like... It's a good way to try people out.
3: You know? I, I found that I, I there was someone really great who wanted to, hey, you know, I'm going to be in New York for this background in New York. Can I come yeah. work uh, on late night? And it would have been this temporary apprentice thing. Yeah. And that's when I learned, oh, no, they don't allow that anymore. And it seemed, and it was to it's, fill in yeah. for someone who was out on paternity leave. Like it seemed yeah. like a natural thing right. to do. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, no, can't do it. No. You're
4: welcome. Probably someone <laughs> welcome. started.
3: We took care of that for you. <laughs> Thank you, Union. No, it's it gets very I'm confusing. I'm sure yeah.
4: people started abusing it, and it just became, they were uh, only right. hiring apprentices. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. I mean, but, I don't know, that's like religion. Why let the bad people ruin it for everybody? Yeah. Religion <laughs> is part two of our
5: interview.
2: <laughs> uh, so so, so Conan back. called you up. He called me up, and I was like, He said, wow, I'm going to do it. Uh, boy, that is... Okay. No, I mean, it's yeah. great. Okay. This is, I'm doing, I'm
3: being me, yeah, I'm imagining, yeah. bedroom, reimagining. Bedroom voice. Yeah, I'm
2: being, uh, I, hey, that's I, great. I, no, it's, that, I mean, no, it's great. I just, boy, that's, it's a hard way to get into <laughs> show business. You know, just, uh, and I was just fucking
3: being honest. I didn't, well, I wasn't trying to well, make it feel bad. And then at the time, there, it was just Carson Letterman. Was there anyone else? No. There wasn't anybody else. And so you replaced it. There's only two people. And And also, there was like a tiny
2: selfish part of me that was like, okay, so thinking that I was still maybe going to be part of this show. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. Is Conan going to be able to do this? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, because like originally Dana Carvey was going to be the host. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like he was offered for like a year to do that job. Right. And that's where I first started thinking about what wow it, that would it could be so much fun to produce and right. and it gave me a lot of ideas of like you know things that we ended up doing like just doing bringing sketch comedy to mm-hmm. a, a late night show instead of all the um oh you because
3: know. you were originally thinking of, of it in terms of dana yeah and so natural that's very um, natural yeah. oh. so so yeah oh. instead of
2: found humor i was like uh you know nobody's doing like Actual sketches, yeah, and sketches. Right. like Dana can play characters, and right. he can have a sidekick who interviews him, and or or you know we can actually do live sketches. Actually, some of the stuff ended up part of Conan, and then twenty years later, Jimmy Fallon ended up doing a lot of sketch comedy right. on his show. And right. I remember, I remember walking in there, and everybody was so excited because uh, it was it was about a year in actually, and so people had total confidence in the show. And uh, they were like, uh, some stagehands were like, it's great. It's like we're doing every night live. <laughs> and I just flashed back to the first year of our show. Right. When we were mounting all these complicated- Yes. Sketch pieces. and Very ambitious. And I remember distinctly hearing crew members saying, we're fucking doing every night live here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the complete opposite. And it was because Jimmy Fallon had been on television for eight years. Right. So everybody was like, okay, we got to... But Conan had never been on television and we were getting terrible reviews. Yeah. And yeah, well, the walls were closing in on us. Yeah. And that, there was yeah. There was a lot of stress coming from not just the network, but from even people within the show who didn't like how much...
3: Well,
4: they're just resistant because we it to was all new the production. and production.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's I, I can see it was that. incredibly yeah. stressful,
2: but it was still the best job I've ever had,
3: really, yeah, that's great,
2: absolutely, because there's nothing more exciting than like being in on the creation of a new format, yeah, for um we invented a celebrity interview
5: <laughs> too, <though>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's have a band off Wait. A but we put band. the band in front of the audience <laughs> that had never been done before, <laughs> and we put a wall behind them instead of in front.
4: But so tell never us a little down. bit about that yes. early. I mean, yeah. how much time did you have then? From when Conan called you before you so started the audition, going on the air, he did yeah. Did the
2: audition right. and he was hilarious. We've right. all seen the audition, yes, and he was uh, he was amazing. Uh, and you you, get I'm to,
3: sorry, were you on board yet officially uh, at the audition I, process? I
2: had told him that I'm going to, he said, I'd really like, he called me back yeah. after that first weird call. <laughs> he <laughs> said, I'd really like you to be the producer, head writer, whatever you want here. Because of that because, bedroom voice. Yeah, because I just need a sexy voice to compliment <laughs> right. my nasally high. So um, you were on board. Yeah, already? no, he, okay. you know, because he knew that how much I wanted to do it, and he said, mm-hmm. "You have a lot of ideas already that I think right. that we could do here." I would just be a straight man instead of doing the characters, Right. Mm. you know. And I think I'd be a really good straight man, which was at, which immediately clicked with me that he would because he's he's not only funny being silly, but he completely understands the role, th- that, you role. Know, that role that yeah. yeah. role absolutely as a great amazing that, writer, he is. right? And so. But even before then, I had like realized in my head, like, uh, oh, Jesus, what the fuck did I just say on the phone? And like, and I thought back to, you know, I was like, uh, uh, of course, I'm going to do this for right. him if he asks me, because right. like, I remembered, I mean, we were great friends. He's like one of my best friends, but also uh like I had done something. I remembered I had done a sketch on Saturday Night Live, like Lauren, let me do a, Uh, a weekend update piece Mm -hmm. like in my last year as a writer Mm -hmm. conan was already at the simpsons and it wasn't very good but uh i tried but um i got to do it twice so i (laughs) guess it wasn't the worst thing ever but conan was like at the simpsons in california and he spent hours with me like giving me you know advice on the bit like it was just you know the menchiest right that's a jewish term Mm -hmm. Just you know, that's what a friend. So I was like, I'm not even going to think about this. Of course, I'm going to do this for him, uh, even if I, even if I wasn't sure it was going to work. Right, I'm like, right. definitely going to do this for him, and I'm psyched. And and so, but then he did the audition, and he was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, he was really loose. Yep. And not only did I think he was going to be an overnight sensation, practically, but so did all the writers. Who
3: we hired that summer? I, I remember my, Michael Gordon, who who's, yeah. uh, at the yeah. beginning always said he, he's like exactly saying what you're saying. We all yeah. thought, oh my gosh, yeah, we're seeing the dawn model of here. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is going this to is,
2: be amazing. You know, we saw the guy who everybody sees in remotes now, it's just right. like mm-hmm. endlessly, impossibly funny guy. And, right, and we saw that just hanging around the office and and in that audition, and then of course the show happened, and he was. He wasn't quite the same because it was like actual television. Yeah. Well, And, and I remember alluding to like, you yeah. know, is there something we're not doing right? Because in the audition, you just feel like... <laughs> and he said to me, I had nothing to lose in the audition. Right. Like, don't you realize? And I, you know, one yeah. of the many times I felt stupid that year.
3: Well, but- no, I, it's... <laughs> I, I mean, I, learning how to perform, I think, on television is a whole different skill set. Oh, yeah. And he hadn't... It's not like he got to work it out in a small... TV no, oh, you know right. what, Indiana Lauren
2: wanted him to go to clubs that summer. Oh yeah, oh, really? I was wondering he did. that. He wanted him to do stand up that summer, and I was like, <laughs> one of the many times I went rogue. I was just like, no, don't do that. Because uh, what happens if you do it and you don't do great and then it'll be leaked in the right. press and somebody, we don't want to have people saying you're bad if you don't do great. Like I always right. think of the worst scenario. Right, mm-hmm. so you wanted know? to kind of keep them under wraps. <laughs> yeah. A bit. Yeah, I just, you know, you have protect them, because like stand-up is, stand is another thing he'd never done. Right, mm-hmm. right, you know? yeah. It's like, if we can just invite the press to watch him hang out in the office, I'd be all for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had mentioned on this before, Show before because I was with the comics the night he was announced. Yeah, uh, like at a, a catch rising star, and they were all they were all outraged. Oh, of course, it was like it, s- yeah. someone you know. Well, I like mean, whose first of son of all, is this? Wait a minute, yeah, th- this is, and they all sounded like lawyers who well comedians were skipped over for partners like the
2: happiest day in their life because they could all be openly outraged together instead Mm -hmm. of secretly outraged exactly
5: (laughs) their
3: friends got the part it really brought them all all together
5: exactly
3: (laughs) a common enemy (laughs) prop comic guitar comic no can you imagine if conan had gone into a stand-up club with all these jealous people Uh, watching uh, him yeah well no, it was a very giving group as well. Yeah. No, I like the part
2: where you took the silver spoon out of your mouth, <laughs> Harvard boy.
4: Oh my God!
2: No, it would have been. It would have been. I don't know. A blood. Look, bat. it was a. The, that first in a year and a half um, was. Uh, a minefield but you know i wouldn't change anything because uh you know but then look where you are now podcasting
3: (laughs) 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 but it is that tough thing of you the show starting and kind of like you were saying uh hey what about that audition where's that audition guy guy but then it's like how much do you talk about it because the the more you talk about it anytime
2: you're dealing with a performer it's a whole other
3: thing I mean. The second you give notes on anything, it's you see their, mm-hmm. their, their wheels, wheels turning. Wheels this turning. goes back to when
2: I would give notes between dress and air to an actor on Saturday Night right. Live. Some of them would take it fine. And some of them, uh, I felt like unravel. I had like, you know, yeah, taken yeah. their child or something. Yep. They just like start losing their yes. balance. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting vertigo <laughs> or something.
5: <laughs>
2: and it's like, you kind of get it because
3: it's a very right. internal
2: process.
3: So That's it's it. a judgment call every time. You know, do I give this – because you don't know. Well,
2: I sort of evolved and kind of learned that it was a judgment call. <laughs> right, right. It took a long time for okay. me to do that. All right. And also, I'm kind of like – I just ultimately, a lot of times, I just – the final product is what I – you know, we'll all be happy if the final product is is great. Right. How so, it, We know, just have to get there. We just have to get there somehow. So, right. a lot of times, I was willing to take the hit personally because – Right, and so initially
4: was me. I mean was Conan reading some of the negative reviews that came out at the beginning?
2: <laughs> oh, I would was, show them to him. Yeah, I would, like, wait, I call him up. Did you see the Daily News? The <laughs> trades, yeah, they uh, hate us. Oh, in, total in, frenemy stuff. I'm no, in bed I, now I, with I, the trades. I, 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 I would wouldn't sound. talk about it with him, but if he brought it up, I yeah, would, I would talk about. It. He was aware because
4: that was probably. I mean, he I could see really spiraling once you. Yeah, well, and
2: I'm sure Lauren me. Michaels let him know about it. And yeah, there's because- always someone
3: on the crew who's like, hey- Check hey, this step yeah, yeah. out.
2: Hey, what You're they said. You're driving off a cliff. Uh, what they said about <laughs> you being <laughs> looking like an amateur, like, you know, you, with the with the jangly thing you do, I don't buy into that at all. And that your legs are too long and that you should be in a sewer instead of on a TV No. Nah, I mean, that's the sewer not, part, I kind of
3: agree with I think with. you yeah. should be in a sewer,
2: you know, on weekends, right. maybe. But not I don't
3: Monday know. Through Friday.
2: Just to sort of, you know, get perspective. <laughs> (laughs) because you're from Harvard and whatnot, (laughs) I think it'd be good for you. But no, you should still be maybe not on NBC. (laughs) You know, maybe public access. Let's wait for cable to be substitute for Bill Boggs on Channel 5, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna go back to what I did. (laughs)
4: <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean, w- were people... <laughs> the bit that
2: went on five seconds too long. Not really. <laughs> I right, love hey, that okay. crew guy. Good, all right.
4: Was, was, the stat, was the writing staff at this point, I mean, were was everyone able to kind of stay optimistic and motivated, or was it like, yeah. oh, no, this is...
2: Yes, no, there were people... The ship's going down. People loved what... We, we were focused on... We were having so much fun writing bits. I mean, the show was a playground and it was like a world where I could finally do the most childish stuff that right. I would do in my office. Right. You know, when I was at Saturday night live, I would do a lot of ex- abstract impressions of people. Right. All the, like Lauren Michaels, you know, just mm. the word
5: show just
3: <laughs> be done in a million different iterations. <laughs> and, uh, now there was no one to keep you from yes, putting it. it from well, yeah. I mean, SNL, yeah, yeah. I
2: always, I always tried to write, what i thought snl wanted right you know i had so much reverence for the show and i actually learned from conan and odenkirk when they came in a couple of years later because neither of them had the same reverence i did and they were much freer with what they wanted to write and it kind of freed me up a little bit Mm -hmm. you know and that was sort of kind of led me on my way to Getting closer to the pure shit. Nirvana. You know? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, Triumph is a voice I've done since I was 10 years old. Right. That's how I
3: looked at dogs and I would do that voice. <laughs> That's 1997. Let's not get yeah. ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget that. Thing. Uh that was a, you started doing that when you were 10. That's adorable. Yeah, I just saw
2: dogs and I would just Oh, you do it them. for dogs. We, yeah. Yeah, oh no, and then, and then Were they all assholes? No, I would <laughs> <laughs> Well, well then I would do it. I didn't have a dog. I had a cat actually. I was a cat guy. But then my cat died and uh at seventeen, my sister, who didn't really like the cat, suddenly got heavily heavy duty crocodile tears about the pet mm. you know and mm. uh and then wanted there has to be another animal in the house, and she brought this little be shown in this froofy thing and I immediately <clears throat> talked in that voice and and ever since then <laughs> I've had dogs and it's like an extra person in the room. Right, It's right. a sickness yeah. that I have. Like, right. and now I have two dogs. <laughs> and do they have just different like, voices? Okay,
5: I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Feed me. Fed food. Need food now. I
2: need the food. Fuck you. <laughs> and when they fight with each other, I just it's
3: just joy. I cannot stop myself. My kids think I'm an idiot at this point. Uh, what know? do you think the maximum number of dogs you could do the voices for one time. <laughs> time. Well, that would be
2: a good reality show, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Too many dogs. It's crazy. <laughs> Call the pal.
3: <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m.
0: Pacific time, only on Netflix. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two
2: Yeah, but going back to what is it, nineteen ninety three. Yeah. So we started up and uh like I said, he was super nervous and it was kind of appealing the first show. Because mm-hmm. it was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Like right. this guy who's got a new television show and it was giddy. Had a great mm-hmm. cold open. Had a great cold open, of course. No, we had a we a lot of our favorite bits that we were dying to do were in the first couple of weeks and right. a couple of shows even. Right. But yeah, he he had this giddiness to him. Right. That went that made the nervousness seem okay. And then the, then the giddiness went over. <laughs> the nervousness remained. <laughs> and he was still great in a lot of ways and you know, but it was that thing where People notice mistakes. They just love them. Right. you know. And so much of television, especially this is before peak TV where everything was Uh, 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 magnificent. So much great TV. (laughs) Back then there was like 5% of television was amazing. And then 90% of television was just kind of warmed over, acceptable filler. And then at the bottom there's 5% of shit. And then like below that is Sally, Jesse,
3: Raphael or, or, you know,
2: but, (laughs) but, but but our bad.
3: He always brings it up around to her <laughs> i do i do i, loved her. I she, love her she uh, really was she was the uh, cut above yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah a couple below
2: jenny example. jones jenny jones then said hold my beer right <laughs> but when conan and andy would have an awkward moment that would be in that five percent it would be like train wreck time right it just would yeah. or if a sketch went badly because we tried everything right mm-hmm. and right. you know i'm very proud of all the material we generated, you know, people like Louie and Dino and uh, Marsh and uh, Gordon and Dave Reynolds, they're all there. And, uh, and you know, we generated a lot of stuff that stayed on the show for years and they were on in the mm-hmm. first weeks of the show. Yeah, But, but we also had... Train wreck stuff, because we were, I called it the flailing period, where we would just try anything. Yeah. Right. Dino did a sketch Throwing called- things against the wall. Skull juice, do you remember that? I love
3: Skull, I remember watching No, it's that. really
2: funny. You yeah. loved it, but it was very alienating <laughs> to people to, who were watching nervous jangly guy introduce.
3: <laughs> but now when you say alienating, how would you find out, who, who would tell you, hey, we don't like Skull juice? Would uh, it be executives or- was or? it the
4: live audience? I mean, how- The right. critics.
2: The New York Times shat on Skull oh. Juice. So oh. everybody gave Conan a decent review. <laughs> At least it got
4: written about. This That's right.
2: It. No, the, this is really interesting. So everybody, Conan got some decent reviews after the first show because, and, and one of the reasons that we benefited was because Chevy Chase had just done a yes. show. Yes. Literally two weeks yes. earlier, Chevy Chase had debuted a show on the Fox right. network. Right. He was taking 11 all, o'clock. He
3: was taking all the fire, the negative. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah.
2: He got so shit on. K.M. They were yeah. primed to destroy him. Yes. And the show was not good. Ooh. <laughs> I think he I, would
3: agree. I remember um, that show. Yeah. Very well.
2: And so Conan was suddenly, instead of having to be compared to Letterman, he was being compared to Chevy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> and it gave critics one more shot at, right. at shitting on Chevy Chase. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tom Shales is like, okay. Right. Thank you, Conan. I There are a couple of things I left out of my Chevy review that I can evoke So, So, uh, but then a couple of weeks later, the bastards had the nerve to revisit the show. And and then we were getting horrible reviews, just universally awful reviews. And I remember even talking to one of the critics on the phone. I don't remember why. I think he had interviewed me before the show, Mm -hmm. Eric Mink of the Daily News. And I was like, come on, man. We're getting a lot of stuff on the show that's killing and, and people are laughing and, and and they're even starting to applaud when they see it again. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, talk shows have, that's they just prime their audiences. They hype them up. Uh,
3: I, I always love, like sometimes I'll read about people going, oh, the, those uh, those aren't real laughs in yeah, there. It's like, a, of course, it's just an audience.
2: Although I have to say there are talk shows now that, I won't mention them. All right, mm. but there are some that say laugh really like the warm-up mm. guy literally oh, tells the audience right. to laugh. You right. know, the, this depends on you.
3: You're it's That's, a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, they feed off of your energy. Yeah, so laugh so it up. So
2: fake. Yeah, yeah. More,
3: more Which, T-shirts? And
2: we them. had like Joel Goddard doing the warm-up back uh, then. <laughs> Hello,
3: everyone. Joel was the announcer. Joel who, was the original announcer. Some Conan told me, you know, one day. He had no idea what the warm up was and he looked out there and Joel's like uh well uh let me tell you about Coden he matriculated to Harvard uh, University exactly He's like, oh, that's so oh, great oh my God get him out of there uh where he
4: like a docent yeah
3: his mother <laughs> magna cum laude
2: graduate
3: <laughs> his mother is an attorney <laughs> His father is <As> a research <laughs> physician uh, something you can all what else can you relate to as an some of the finest universities
0: <laughs> now get ready to laugh. Uh,
2: None of us can ever imagine ourselves to be as quality a person as Conan. The best we can do is acknowledge that we love him. <laughs>
3: it was like reading so, his resume, you know? Yeah. He's proficient at Microsoft
5: <laughs> Word.
3: And now here's the band. <laughs> oh, you had to d- deal with Max? Were you involved in like hiring deal the- with oh. Max. <laughs> Well, no, but hiring deal I- with Let the record
2: show. <laughs> Plaintiff used the term deal with. You can read back the transcript. I I, love I, that I actually got along really well with Max.
3: <clears throat> hey, I don't Oh, well, so did I. <laughs> so did everybody.
2: So did everybody. Uh, no, yeah. Max, uh, I was very excited oh, to hire sir. Max. Yeah. Because I was an insane Springsteen. Oh, you yeah. love Springsteen.
3: And yes. you, you uh,
2: And so when Max came to the show uh, to uh, to interview, I was totally starstruck. Right. Like I met I saw you at Cornell yeah. in nineteen seventy seven. You <laughs> changed my life.
3: He has yeah. an incredible memory for everything. Oh yeah, gig Barton Hall. Did. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, <clears throat> I, it's wow. stunning. I, yeah. I was stunned by it. He no, must no. keep a diary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he um he's bought real estate in the town of every gig
2: (laughs) (laughs) did you say he subdivided real estate no
3: no you said that
2: i said said he bought real estate oh my god sorry max where Uh, were we max blow dried his pubic hair right isn't that something (laughs) that was a colin quinn story. that
3: was a colin quinn story I believe. Oh, okay. oh, I thought it was Colin some... Quinn's the one. Who... Oh,
2: because the writers never stripped down to their nakedness in a in a public area.
3: Well, That's right. the They're... writers were never in a gym. They were never in a gym, no. and if
2: they were in gym class, they were the ones who right. did. I yeah. think yes. it was
3: a, I think Colin because Colin worked <clears> at <throat> Night Live. You're right. I'm sure it was. You know,
2: and saw him that in the gym. Fucking guy.
3: Yeah, that fucking guy. He's, uh, right, right. He see, fucking, he's got a leg up on the counter. He's blow blow drying his balls. <laughs> I mean, well, he told that story <laughs> on, to on our show.
4: So oh yeah! I'm oh he did! Like that. Oh yeah!
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, Max well, turned Max out there. to be yeah. Max was Max ended up being great on the show. Oh yeah, like, yeah He yeah. found his yeah. role. You know when he really found his role to me was um, was after Andy left. Like and then right. because first it was very painful how awkward uh, it was for Conan to talk to Max. Right. And then you guys ended up making a meal out of it. Right. Conan would improvise off of it, but then you guys would write bits around it. To, to, and, to
3: amplify, yeah, just yeah. dwell on the awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it
2: became and it became a strain, You know, yeah. Up to that point, he was just a perv, like right, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> it was, it was basically, very the of. comic personas right. were, right, they right, were right. different kinds of different strains of pervert. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: subtle shades of perversion. Yeah,
2: well, you know, if someone's a blank slate, what are you going to do? go The perv route. you go the perv room
3: every time.
2: <laughs> well, and then these, this was the
3: 90s, folks, exactly. You'll see when we put the <laughs> reruns out. It was okay out. then when we put the reruns out. So, it, oh, talking about reruns, yeah, and oh, comedy, yes, what would you love to see? Uh, from the first two years, oh, what you, you sent
2: you... me a list and I, I I, I didn't get to look at it, yeah. I've been so, I'm so doing busy. it
3: now on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, some... no, I'll jo- uh, seriously, it's a is your stuff. Email. It, mm. Because I, you have an amazing. I think you have I, a great do, I
2: used to. I used to. Yeah, now I'm really. Well, yeah. I'm trying to remember like bits now. You don't have to. Well, <laughs> you Maybe can just come it come it up as we go. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was something we did that I wish we had kept figuring out. It was a bit. It, it came out around the same time as the desk drive bit, which right. Conan had come up with. Uh, oh, Conan. That was Conan's idea. Oh, okay. oh. where Conan drives uh, pretends that the desk is a. Uh, is a car, he puts car. a wheel there and there's a key screen and we pretended right. that they were driving all over the place. But, it would um, look,
3: the the cool, it was very cool opening shot, which yeah. was pre-taped. It would yes see him start the desk car uh-huh. yes. and then literally drive up the staircase yes. through no. the yeah. audience waving. And then, then they were out on the street. Yeah, yeah, then, it was really cool. Yeah, Yeah. And, uh,
2: there was a bit that I had come up with at the same time that- A lot of times uh, back then I was obsessed with like being the anti-Letterman show. Like Triumph came out of being an anti-Letterman bit. Mm -hmm. It was like Letterman would have the Westminster dogs like run up the aisles. Just Mm -hmm. the actual dogs. Ah. Oh, I was going to ask you. It was like found humor. Right. And so my wife had given me a puppet. Right. A, a, that was a realistic dog puppet that crack, yeah. cracked me up. Right. I really, like we, we had, had seen TV it at so a furniture well. shop, <laughs> and just how realistic it looked just killed me. And so I immediately put it on and sniffed her ass with it, uh-huh. and she enjoyed <laughs> it. It was courtship. It was yeah. no, no. You we were, were we were, okay. we were already engaged okay. at this point in All shopping right. for furniture and. <laughs> uh, but uh, getting back to, so the uh, this bit that I was going to tell you about was, um, so Letterman used to do remotes on the street and he'd just talk to people on the, oh no, no, he did a thing where he would talk to people on the street, but he'd be in the studio. Do you remember right, that? Right, yes. Like they'd have a live camera on the street and right. he would just talk to people. Yes. Hello, sir. What's your name? Right. And, yeah. Mm. So I wanted to do a bit where, we did the same setup where there was a camera on the street, but we would key screen Conan in front of the image. Mm-hmm. And pretend like we're too lazy to actually bring go, send him down go there. outside. Uh, we would pretend that he was interacting with them, and they couldn't right. see what was happening, but the but our audience could. Right. And Conan would do things like beat them on the head. Right. With, with a the
3: baseball. Oh, with a that baseball. bat, yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. I remember that bit. We. I, yeah. Yeah.
2: They did very well a couple of times, yes. and then I I think we just ran out of like uh, we we just stopped uh, exploring it, but I right. thought it could have gone to different places. That would be an could interesting one to look at. There yeah. was something Marsh came up with Marsh with John McCullough. Lithgow and, Mar- and and Martin Sheen. We did it twice. It was audience theater, soap opera, uh,
3: where you yeah. put them. Oh, you'd put their heads over the audience. Mm-hmm. I think breasts? that's what it was. Right?
2: There would be yeah. a, there would be stay a in the seat theater. Stay in your seat theater. Oh, right? Great. Yes. So there'd be someone in the audience whose face would be superimposed over an extra, and Martin uh-huh. Sheen mm-hmm. would. Or John Lithgow would, like, really emote a right. dramatic scene with right. the person whose head was just superimposed. Uh, yeah, I think... You, oh, go ahead. No,
4: just you had so many cool ideas with ef- effects. Like, that was such a... Yeah.
3: B- Very visual. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. was so well,
2: a big part because, of the show. Uh, yes, because, I mean, that was an- another thing that, like, we really wanted to, to bring visual, silly sight gag humor to the show. Right. That was something, another you know, Conan and I always connected on that at SNL. Uh, just silly visual stuff. And, you know, I ended up doing cartoons on on right. SNL mm-hmm. later. So he I would always that say that
3: shit. with <laughs> new writers, like, I think visual. Funny think with visual, the sound. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, sa- and sound, Funny with too. the sound off was his uh, mm. slogan
2: with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, and we just, you know, we would anthropomorphize so many
3: <laughs> yeah. things. Yes. Back then,
2: which <laughs> was endlessly fun
3: at the It's time. also like you're talking about Martin Sheen. And, and mm-hmm. we were talking a few weeks ago about a bit the Charlton Heston. It was an eight minute oh sketch God. and Charlton Heston had Sat all these lines broke. in it. It's <laughs> yeah. Not the Dippy the Hippie sketch. Yeah, Dippy yeah. the
2: Hippie. Oh yeah, I just want, oh, oh, I showed, yeah, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you showed it to me. Yeah. Right. yeah. But but I, we only put him in because I just wanted to hear him say, I think Dippy
3: is. <laughs> 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 it's great to hear that voice. Yeah, uh-huh. but I didn't
2: realize when when uh, you sent it to me how me- how big a part of the sketch he ended up Yeah, uh-huh. I was. Like I- for a second, there was this really awkward cutaway to have in, and right. I thought it was like a directorial mistake. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. I realized, oh no, it's setting up that he's going to be angry at Dippy. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that there was a whole sketch attached to it. Yeah. The late, I,
3: the late great yeah, that, Tom Davis. it was Tom like Tom eight
4: Davis. minutes long. I mean, that was... Oh, well, well, we, we, we sent to, around yeah. all the
3: current writers and yeah. I think they were, because we're always like, oh, that's it's tightened up over so the years. Much, yeah. And now, now you have a half compressed. hour show. I mean, right, yeah, so even true. before that, yeah, things... So, I think they were just like, wow, an eight. They just couldn't believe it was eight minutes. But was it a good eight minutes? Yeah, there were tons of great stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And And was that you doing the Jim Morrison voice? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That was just one of those things that I would do at Saturday Night Live. Ah. Tom Davis would walk around. Of Franken and Davis. Of Franken and Davis, this brilliant writer, Tom Davis. And he. When he wouldn't have anything on the show on Saturday night, he would hold like two beers in each hand mm. and his arms would kind of jangle and he'd have like a smug look on his face. And he was just very wiry and he was kind of an old hippie and he was just kind of, I am going to go have some beers mm. and uh, just go off like, you mm. know, okay, I get it. Your Saturday night is better. Uh. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, I used to call him Dippy the hippie. Around uh, the autos. okay. Okay. And so it was just a complete masturbatory
3: <laughs> there was, there <laughs> exercise was
2: very... to do a sketch called Dippy.
3: The Hibby. I, I always love that sketch. Well, there were two but... great
2: jokes in it. I think one the was bong. Andy's, the bong. That, I think Andy came up with oh. that joke mm. the, the, that he can create a bong I out bet. of any three
3: objects. Right. So he would put them. Or maybe in the he box. came up
2: with the joke. No, you know what? Andy came up with the even funnier joke, which was I don't remember who came up with the bong, but Andy's joke was. Um, this uh, the the glasses that he would put on so that you could see what Jerry Garcia oh, that's was. Doing. Oh
3: yeah, that is really <laughs> funny. <laughs> that's right very funny. Right at the moment, yeah, yeah, and he was always eating ice cream or just
2: yeah, just yeah. yeah no, I would always have him like you know eat something really right, right. childish, just eating M and M's on a couch. And,
3: so I love that triumph, and yes. I, I know early on when the Westminster Dog Show would occur, yeah, uh, every year you guys would do puppet yeah, so, theater right it
2: was that was like my on. response to triumph. letterman right mm-hmm. it was like so let's have our dogs be you know these like, puppets and say they get more talented every year right you yeah. know and the first year i think it was like dog sang to the body uh, one dog sang this theme from the bodyguard and it uh-huh. was like
3: plate du- spinning i think um, plate There's spinning one. dog <laughs> yes and yeah. a dueling banjos <laughs>
2: dog and then it evolved into like Every year we would just come back and do it. And there was like a dog that could light his own farts. And my personal (laughs) favorite was the, I think I was still there when we did this because Louie, I think, did the voice. And I made every dog talk like a Russian. (laughs) It didn't matter if it was triumph. Every dog, when they talked, they had to do the good evening ladies and gentlemen (laughs) and so there was one dog who was a jack nicholson impersonator and we had the paw over the forehead oh my god doing the hacky jack i'm jack nicholson (laughs) Nicholson. you can't handle the truth (laughs) and it wasn't until like 97 right and i was just in the shower and i i had heard that westminster was happening and and i just had the idea of oh we never did insult comic and what if the dog his own, his whole act is just the switcheroo and he says right. something nice and then for me to poop on <laughs> and the whole joke was on the dog and then it worked really well i think there were one or two genuine insults in that first one and it worked really yeah. well and then as we brought it back we realized that this is a cathartic weapon that we can yeah. use because the conan he had become a very skilled interviewer but he was relentlessly polite it's just the way he was brought up Mm -hmm. he was never going to be and i don't think he ever found that funny anyway he didn't want to be mean yeah oh uh, yeah oh yeah no that's (laughs) why because he has to get it out somewhere he doesn't want to be that person no of
3: course no
2: no he's just it's he does that as an exercise <laughs> so that when he's on the air, there are no <laughs> negative thoughts. He can be polite.
3: Well, he he, he has to conjure really
2: up wish. negativity <laughs> somehow.
3: It's exhausting for and him, but he staff. does That's it. That's
2: what his therapist is for. <laughs> That's right. Please feed me some... Anyway, so he would uh, be so polite to people like John Tesh. Yeah. The triumph ended up being this the source uh, that would allow the audience of, to hear mean the, things honestly. about right. yeah. it. started shit out
3: that they've been waiting to hear for two right. segments. Right. The first use of Triumph was yeah. first guest, after the first guest was yes. done, can, can you stay out? We have a fun little bit uh-huh. Yes, with a dog puppet. You're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the most br-
1: brutal
3: insult. Yeah. yeah. And they just cut back to the, the like shatner or... but we would tell them that it's yeah, yeah they knew comment. they knew I think they, shatner, did anyone
2: ever get mad i mean it was anyone i think ever... shatner i think i may have did i do the joke about his that having had sex with his hair i don't think i did i think i was probably <laughs> I told i
3: wasn't alive. i don't remember i
2: don't know but shatner is Shatner's a little thin-skinned i've worked with him numerous mm-hmm. times
3: yes no i know i know <laughs> we we once uh he was gonna be a guest and we didn't have an ending for a sketch And uh, I went up to him, he was there early. I said, we came up with an ending at the last minute that would involve Shatner. And I remember I had to pitch it to him. I said, hey, uh, we're doing a sketch. We wrote an ending that, you know, you could be part of. And he goes, was it the sketch I just saw you rehearse? (laughs) 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 I was like, ah, well, yes, actually it is. And he goes, (laughs) I'd rather not.
2: Oh. <laughs> the best put down I ever had by a celebrity was when I was doing a live Triumph show and we got Pat Cooper to come in to do a bit. Oh my God. And he crazy ended up Pat walking Cooper. out on, huh? I said crazy
3: Pat crazy Cooper. Pat Cooper Coop crazy Pat Cooper, legendary,
2: <laughs> legendarily funny, but mean spirited yes. comedian. Yes. And it was some bit where that me and Brian Rich had written where they used to be a comedy team. Right. And like Triumph's gonna, bring, let me bring out my old partner. Oh, I don't remember this. No, no, it was on our live, when Triumph was doing come poop with me oh, okay. Grammy right. nominated uh, come poop with me okay. yeah I was touring right, okay, okay, okay. I wasn't really touring I Got did it. like one show at All Irving right. Plaza and right. so Jackie so I said it was about to say Jackie Mason so Pat Cooper mm-hmm. is watching rehearsal and he's waiting around naturally because it's completely disorganized because I'm in charge and he uh, and he reads the script that and he says who, uh, let me ask you a question uh, uh, who wrote this I said uh, I did with uh, you, by yourself? No, I uh no me and some friends. Get some new friends.
5: <laughs> oh my god!
2: <laughs> I was like, "That's a good one. Yes, <laughs> good for you. Good on you." I'm hey, where that are you going? Podcast. Wait, you're walking away. Oh. He literally just walked. Oh. Well, no, he didn't walk right in front of my right. face, but I heard later Pat's left. <laughs> oh. Oh my we, god! It's okay. The show was only three hours and <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: that's why he left.
2: Right. Yeah, no, I, he, I deserved it. I, you know, I would do these live shows and I would right. overproduce them because I'd have no idea. That's why it was so exhausting was to work. tour with Triumph because, like, I would want to do new material for every city we would do, mm-hmm. and we. So I'd be writing stuff that's with a couple of people, and I'd have no, no idea how long work. shit was going to go. Right, and so invariably. Like, there was one show at Town Hall we did where I had actually, because I thought uh, there would be time. Right. <laughs> I thought, oh, this will be nice. I'll give some of the writers a chance to play at Town Hall. McCann right, and right. Andy Blitz and right, right, right. somebody else. I can't remember. I who. wasn't
3: there that I didn't see that
2: The show, show went three hours and people were, oh, I kind of lost the audience. And Triumph, <laughs> it's really hard for Triumph to lose an audience. He doesn't bomb. Three no. hours, yeah. no intermission. It- there will now be a 10 minute intermission
3: followed by an overture (laughs) while we switch puppets
0: backstage because
3: of all the sweat so
0: was that oh oh, sorry
2: my anal glands are expressed
4: was that something you were doing uh for late night early on i mean were you guys overriding for shows yes and then cutting things out
2: (laughs) yeah i i mean I was the kind of person who would uh, try to get away with as much as I could. In yeah. Terms of, right. And you know what? Once I discovered that, oh, you can edit the show
5: <laughs> <Right>. afterward,
2: <laughs> then I was really out of control. Yeah. Because then I was like, oh, well, it doesn't matter if it goes too long. Because mm-hmm. Jeff would be like, oh, we're to stick a little clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's I'd still
3: hear like stories that. of editing going right up to, uh, you know, when you know, soon, you know, it was so the air, so we have the, to the yeah. nightmare night,
2: deliver it. the scariest night was right. Night Letterman came. Ah. Yes, because okay. that was like oh, we got that, that was like
3: uh, and that was our a big wedding deal. night. That, that was, was a big yeah. deal for him to come. It was the and...
2: greatest thing in may have saved the show. How, when did, at what point did that happen? Yeah, was in this is in February of 94. Okay. okay. And Letterman obviously was making a huge splash on CBS at the time. He was destroying Leno. Right. At the in the early stages. Right. This was before Uma Oprah and the and, Oscars and, and all. Hugh Grant. <laughs> and Hugh Grant. What were you thinking? <laughs> it worked what can i say i said it (laughs) it. um (laughs) it was what everyone was thinking that's the irony i'm I'm gonna gonna do about 20 minutes of j now (laughs) (laughs) you turned on my j switch (laughs) no this is why does it have to be like it was with dave i don't want okay (laughs) (laughs) uh oh i want to keep going i won't oh (laughs) feel free yeah we can always well, cut it out. I don't want it. Just the funniest part about the Jay thing was how nice he was to Conan <laughs> leading up to his last Tonight Show. Do you right. remember all mm. that?
3: Wait, up to the last. Oh, in up to Jay's last... Yes, up to yes. Jay's last Tonight Conan Show. Was Conan a guest. was his last guest. Mm. I was there. Yeah. yeah. And he, you know, it was the ultimate,
2: in retrospect, we're at the tragedy plus time of course. phase of this. <laughs> 10 years out. <laughs> it's just in retrospect, it's the funniest frenemy. Uh, scenario that that I could ever imagine because not only did he do that, but he would literally, he would say, you know, this is is good because I don't want it to be the way it was with Dave. I don't want it to end the same way. I don't want to have the awkwardness when I undermine you in 10 years. I don't want that in 10 years. What am I talking about? (laughs) 10 months. I. I don't want it to be the same as Dave. I don't want it to be totally different except for the part where I come out on top.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the same.
2: What? No, that 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 part. Uh, but other than that, I don't want it. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. No.
3: No, he's I well, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I... That was a uh Well it's a crazy thing to say yeah in five, in five years
5: I know it was uh, a
3: crazy thing you know the like only thing I'll say a and, bank president it was a like fucked the up Olympics. handoff it was yeah. a fucked up deal and, and, <laughs> yeah.
2: and you can't say in Jay's defense that that he he had a right to be upset I right. think with yeah. the with the way it went down in the first place like it, it, he did have the number one show right and you know why? You know, so you could you could see the argument, like why is this even a conversation? Right,
3: right, know, right. No, like I, could I see that. Two years out, I, I called there to recommend someone who wanted to apply for to be a writer, at the, and right. I got someone on the phone, and I said, "Oh, you know, I work at Conan," and her tone changed immediately, and she goes. Uh, we're winding things down here. Oh, so oh, god, like with acid Two dripping, and I was just like, Ugh, uh, no, no, <laughs> I, you could tell. I'm getting hostility, yeah, yeah. I mean, the
2: thing it was just, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I get that part of it, like the, the where it's coming from, but then once the decision's made, you know, then well,
3: yes, yeah, so then, then that's it, exactly. That's yes, it's like,
2: okay. You know yeah. you know then you can say to him, "Look, I, yeah, this is fucked up, I'm sorry. what are you gonna do right right uh, but but it is what it is, and you right. just go out with class and uh, you know
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jay, I'm sorry, did you make a noise <laughs> Is that noise implying that it may not you may not go out with class <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Wealthy. This is cathartic.
3: This is cathartic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what, it would be even funnier if Triumph was doing it. Yeah. Should have lo- done that whole bit as
3: Triumph. I love this started with you saying, okay, it forces me to do Jay. It's like no one brought Jay up. <laughs> no, my I,
2: hands are tied. I, no, somehow it came up and then I, no, I said, I just, now that I have my J switch on, I just, right. I want to yeah. keep going.
4: You have, you have to bring him to completion. It <laughs> is
2: cathartic. It's, it's bottled up. <laughs> bring Jay to completion. Yeah. <laughs> no, it all works worked, out. I, worked <laughs> out I got my show he's got his show we're both miserable <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're a podcast you
2: in hell no he's got a podcast what's that about <laughs> let me call these podcast people <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah.
4: oh my god that would be hilarious
2: yeah, yeah. if he took over if he conan's took over conan's, po- conan's podcast, podcast.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome to Jay Leno need the friend. <laughs> when what Conan invented the idea of having wanting a friend? When all of a sudden <laughs> that's Conan's idea, wanting a friend. Dave invented headlines, I've and now Conan invented having a friend. It goes back to the Bible. This is,
3: <laughs> oh, you are talking headlines. about Dave coming on in February of 94, but you're, oh, no, that's what you were saying. I, yes, yes, we were, that's It was right. the craziest the night. Point. The Yeah, night Dave oh my came God,
4: on. that was.
1: And I'm now. not finished with my Jay. Sure.
3: <laughs> Why don't you tell the story as
1: Jay?
2: So Dave decided he's gonna showboat You know, because, you know, I took over The Tonight Show. Dave's doing great on CBS. And then he goes back to NBC. And what? what, He's got to go on Conan. No, no, can't possibly. I know I put a poster outside his office with my face on it. But, you know, (laughs) what? I got an ugly face. Dave invented faces all of a sudden. (laughs) It just so anyway dave goes on conan and makes the big i'm exhausted (laughs) so dave no so what happened was it was he was making a statement by coming on conan yes it was a big deal it It was basically uh because he was so bitter about the breakup at nbc Mm -hmm. but he was basically giving conan his stamp of approval and Mm -hmm. he came to the show and i got to meet him and talk to well actually the first time i got to meet him was the strangest way anyone could have ever met him which i'm sorry to digress. in the bathroom no please here comes a digression (laughs) so the summer conan and i were starting the show and um of 93 dave's last show i believe was in was i think in august or something i think i think there was like a month of of dave being off the air in like Uh early august and I said to Conan, "Maybe hey, you should go down there and you know do the whole pay your respects thing." Mm-hmm. You know, he said, "Yeah, no, that's a good idea." I said, "Yeah, I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go uh, too." Yeah. It wasn't like an ulterior motive, but right. I'm like once I'm, once he's going, I mm-hmm. was like, "I'd like to meet the guy." Right, yeah. yeah. So then he signs off on NBC after whatever right. twelve years or right. eleven years, walks out of the studio, and. Sees Conan, hey, come here, come here. In the dressing room right after he's
3: finished wow. his show. Oh, Wow.
2: He brings Conan and me into his dressing room and that's where I meet Dave. And oh. Can you imagine what a weird way to meet somebody. Wow. Very he's charged. just walked off yeah. for the last time. That's wild. Couldn't have been nicer again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but so okay, so here uh, here's 1994 February and he's telling us like this is a state of the art comedy. He was so nice. You said the the stuff you're doing is is state of the art and uh and it's incredible and uh and you guys should be really proud and it was a big deal because um anytime a show is doing badly a lot of times the writers get attacked like my first year at Saturday night live yeah was 1985 86 and um it was the year where Lauren Michaels came back, and Terry Sweeney and Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. Michael Hall, Robert, Randy
5: Quaid—all
2: mm-hmm. funny people, but not necessarily sketch performers. Right. And the show was a disaster, a critical disaster, reviled the entire season, and a lot of the a lot of the worst uh, criticism went toward the writing. But Lauren Michaels mm-hmm. knew that we had an amazing staff. Right. We had Jack Handy and John, Oh wow, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Jim Downey and Al Franken uh-huh. and George uh-huh. Meyer. And uh-huh. At the end of the day, he ended up replacing many more cast members than writers. Mm-hmm. And and what was happening at the Conan show was uh, we were everybody was under attack. Conan, obviously, but the writing, we were really, really proud of mm-hmm. the stuff we were churning out. Yeah. And we were still getting shit on by critics. And Letterman went on the air and said to Conan, you know, the quality and volume of the material that your show is generating is is unmatched and incredible and uh and it made a huge difference for i think the way the show was perceived mm-hmm. and i think the way i think the network got off our backs in a big way too because i remember an executive saying like a month later uh we have the best we're doing the best comedy On late night television.
3: A month later. Yeah, like a month later, he says, Your show is
2: doing the best comedy. We just have (laughs) to get Conan comfortable. We just didn't realize. Right. We just (laughs) needed. He literally said, It's the best comedy material that anyone's generating on late night. And uh, we just need to get Conan more comfortable and uh, up to his best self you know
3: well that now yeah. the Letterman and appearance did Did you guys so, reach out to oh go ahead oh I'm sorry so mm-hmm. no no you the, go no the reason
2: go. the reason this came up was because yes. you were talking about editing yes right. and so, late delivery a of a show so okay so this was you know Cecil B. DeBear's big chance right. that's what I would that, I are referring to yourself I self-nicknamed myself <laughs> yes <but>, self-nicknamed <laughs> uh, Cecil B. DeBear's which was a sketch I did yeah. at SNL but it was <laughs> making fun of my soon
3: to become an insurance ad <laughs>
2: <laughs> state Farm, my friend <laughs> there you go oh, nice no. plug you cut that because i'm not going to get paid for it it's not <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> yeah, <save> it <laughs> uh, cecil b de bares decided like we got to load up this show with every right. the funniest right, shit right, yeah. right, everything right. that's working has got to be right, in this show right this is our Emmy so show. skull
3: juice <laughs> <laughs> double down
2: basically every sketch except skull right, juice right, was right. in the show <laughs> right no, there was like a pre-tape with Conan being funny. There was yeah. Joe Hobel, this yeah, this staff producer. member who would wear a naked suit. The, the, he, the streaker. He played the, <laughs> the streaker. Right, and right. We would call him the streaker. And it oh, was 70s. an enormous success on the show right. back then. This guy would just run through in yeah. a nude suit. To right. so
3: the street that, oh, yeah, they call it. Would it be to the street? No, no, cell? there was no oh, music. Wasn't? I don't
2: okay. think so. I think the band okay. played something. Maybe All they, right. I don't remember. I don't I remember. Remembered. I just remember his... His unit was sort of like one of those. Uh, it was uh, just a floppy. What are those things you file your nails with? Uh, it was shaped like a uh, an emery board. Oh,
5: uh,
4: yeah, yeah. It's like a big
2: emery board. It was yeah. blunt, but yeah, flat. I mean, <laughs> yeah,
3: so started. you wanted to jam all this stuff. In yeah, that show.
2: jammed so much <laughs> stuff into the show, which we did. And uh, the one thing that we probably should have taken back was the streaker.
5: Oh, so you,
3: uh, oh we, we can't pay for are, that.
5: Yeah.
3: No rubber. Andy, no rubber I'm so sole. sorry.
2: I'm I I, I I I'm running behind on something I promised uh, a couple of idiots that I was going to do. <laughs> a couple of losers. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll tell, tell you him. Tell him he's on the later. air. <laughs> uh, about I'd say about 15. Now maybe let's say a half hour. I'm really sorry. Uh, and if you guys want to riff on, on new ideas, that would be really. Two hours. <laughs> Riff
3: on new. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Two and a half hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go back to Jersey. I know. We
4: can get you, no, 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 we'll get
3: you all all out of here. No, all right. In. We'll, yes, get you we'll do a out. part two yeah, of your there, interview. We'll wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. It's,
2: yeah. All, it's all fine. So It's fine. It's uh, I'm in charge, so I can do. Right. Yeah, yeah. So,
3: uh, <laughs> to the people in that writers meeting you're going to. Yes, our former Conan writers, and we were going to yes. book them. Andy. And they're like, we can- Andy and we can't. We have a job. Yeah. we have yeah. a job. And then you, the that's, guy. Who
2: like, well, you know I that's how do it do works. It. <laughs> that's how it works. I love it. You know when you're the boss, right?
3: You know. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah So you know,
2: I'll be punishing myself. at Midnight, going through all the of material course. tonight to compensate. No. But uh, Listen, but so, you had to
3: get this out.
2: I had to get this out. <laughs> no, I was just, it, was, yeah. it sounded like fun. It was fun so okay. no, this I didn't is, say that. That's great sounded like
4: oh no no,
2: no, <laughs> no this is great I'm so yes
4: yeah, so you had the streaker you had everyone on yeah so, right. I cool. up, yeah, so
2: maybe show. i would yeah. have taken back the streaker because letterman it, it <laughs> 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 letterman looked very disoriented when he came out after <laughs> having seen it. but i guess it gave him something to make fun of right but then the show was like 15 minutes long and oh. it was i think the first time we ever had to cut out an actual talk segment oh, oh wow yeah dweezil and ahmed zappa were they were supposed to talk and then perform right and so we had to cut out their entire talk segment so the entire show
3: was... I love it if you cut Letterman out yeah to <laughs> <up> for
5: the <laughs> copy. not a second
2: no we didn't cut a single comedy bit we oh and Louie had written an amazing uh character called the sad kid that uh, sad was kid was funny unbelievably funny and we it had killed once so we brought that back and um yeah the show was way long and we had never had to edit like that before and literally it did come down to the wire it was horrifying i was like i'm going to ruin our (laughs) by overthinking this i'm almost i'm so close to ruining breaking the the show and chuck dejean oh chuck dejean the editor was he i don't know if he was the nighttime. he would edit remotes this might have been a Mark Jankeloff affair. Yes. Now we're getting into the weeds. <laughs> yeah, there's no time. <laughs> the, the producers are like,
3: not <laughs> no! another Jankeloff <laughs> anecdote. Mentioning editors by name. Mm. No, this that is was uh, my uh, fault. Yeah. But it made it on the air.
2: It made it on what yeah, it no, it made around. it around the air great. and that gave and me that license to do it show. many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I would succeed at getting said what it got on the air. Mm? Um
3: will you do it again? Would you do this again?
4: Yeah. We I feel like this was a part one and oh, we can
3: sure I'd <laughs> do it again. good Yay. It's a ten part series. Yes. I delight to talk to you this is on or off the air.
2: Oh. A pleasure
4: No, this was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Robert, yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you Love for
2: uh having me and of uh I well next time we'll talk about triumph and the yes. amazing yeah, we'll get contributions into
4: the, into the, both of these the guys the middle years have. and then there'll yeah. be a, the middle yeah years.
2: Right. <laughs> actually i'll just say this there wouldn't be remotes if mike hadn't suggested the first remote
4: oh my god
2: mike mike emailed me with what the idea it? to go to westminster oh yeah oh, um, oh oh yeah you don't remember that
3: i don't remember that it was anything. absolutely your idea
2: oh my oh, god to, for
3: the triumph go to
2: the westminster the actual
3: westminster okay show. and now was it my idea or was i forwarding an idea from someone else no, that i don't know no it was okay. your idea That's great no there was no nothing like that. uh where we were so. kicked out
2: yeah oh well that's jordan schlansky that's a whole <laughs> other, that's a
3: whole nother story oh. jordan is the uns the other unsung hero we're teasing part two part two. Oh my god <laughs> right. you have to go yeah you're right. you. you're I, watching I, I, four right other two. places thanks. right now okay guys <laughs> thanks robert my pleasure
4: all right that's our show
3: and right now jesse and i are in ghana yeah do and, we
4: sound different?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and we're recording an episode uh, in Ghana, so look. look
4: yeah, for we've that. actually been here all week. So if you want to see what some of what we've been up to, we've been shooting a Conan without borders in Ghana. Um, but there's tons of content on the Team Coco Facebook and the Instagram, Twitter.
3: Yep, and we're here with Sam Richardson from Veep. Yeah, and, and Detroiters. Detroiters
4: and the Tim Robinson sketch show. Yeah. So it's been a really fun week, um, and and. Next week, you'll get to hear some of that on this podcast. So tune in. Yeah. In the meantime, stay alive because we like you. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) Don't die.
4: (laughs) Don't die. Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast, is hosted by Mike Sweeney and me, Jesse Gaskell.
3: Produced by Kevin Bartelt.
4: Engineered by Will Becton.
3: Mixed by Ryan Connor.
4: Supervising producer is Aaron Blair.
3: Associate producer, Jen Samples. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross. At Jeff Team- Ross. Jeff Ross at Team Cocoa. And Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf.
4: Thanks to Jimmy Vivino for our theme music and interstitials.
3: You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.
4: And of course, please subscribe and tell a friend to listen to Inside Conan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you like
5: best.
2: Ta-da! This has been a Team
0: Coco production in association with Earwolf.